Hey guys, it is Ed, and I'm coming to you live from quarantine here in Detroit. Um, actually, I should stop saying quarantine, because now it's bed rest. I'm on bed rest right now, or it's supposed to be, you know. <laughs> I'm sure that um, people are not thrilled that I'm recording and writing and all that stuff, but you know, bed rest sucks. Like, y'all, <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do? All right. So, it's season four. Um, we had our big premiere um, earlier this week. Uh, so, thank you guys. Um, I When I started this, I never imagined getting past one year, let alone developing the following that we have and um, continuing to do this. Um, so, thank you guys so much for listening um, and really supporting us. Uh, we We really, truly appreciate it. And so to kick off season four correctly, um, we are doing our first blind item episode. So our first blind item comes to us from blindgossip.com. For all the best blind items, go on over and check them out. This one is called, I Am So Incredibly Popular. It says, we sometimes get tips that are so transparent that we have to laugh. After the cancellation of this reality TV show was announced, we received a tip about one of the friends of the show. He's not a regular cast member, but has appeared in multiple episodes over the years. This was not a tip about how worried he was about his career now that the show was ending. No, this was a tip about how worried he was that everyone might find out how terribly popular and desirable he is. We are not kidding. Since the announcement that TV show will end, he has been surprised at the number of media companies and online platforms that have reached out to him in hopes of keeping him and his hugely influential and popular persona in the spotlight. He's very flattered and said he hopes to have some announcements soon, but he's very worried about rumors getting out too soon and scaring off some suitors. Funny stuff. That reminds us of a female celebrity who is not connected to the reality star, who uses a similar technique to brag about herself. She is a dark-haired actress who is aiming much, much higher on the celebrity ladder. She likes to leak rumors about how popular she is and how flattered she is that everyone wants her. The truth is, she actually went months without a single job offer and was starting to get a little desperate about her lack of income. When she finally did land a gig, her publicist did not announce how much she was paid. That would have been embarrassing. Instead, they threw out some princely sum that her deal was potentially worth. Yes, you may roll your eyes at both these narcissists. So, okay. Um, the main person in the item who is leaking information about himself or trying to get these rumors started is... Jonathan Shabin from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Uh, he has used that family to enrich himself and um, boost his business um, just as much, if not more, than the Kardashians have, which is really saying something if you think about it. Um, uh, but he has used his association with them to uh, further his career. Um, and what is that? frankly, are a little disturbing, if you ask me. 
Um, why do they put up with it? Um, I don't know, honestly. Um, I, I think that's something that you're going to have to ask him. But, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's just one of those things, like, I don't really understand why they deal with... Um, why they would put up with him. Unless they just see themselves in him and, and that's what this is all boiling down to. Now, the second person, the one that he's kind of imitating, is the infamous Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle. And I, um, we'll be hearing more about her later on because let me tell you guys, okay, you, you all know I read all the gossip blogs. Um, it used to be at night, but, um, since I've been on bed rest, I'll just pull it up on my iPad whenever, um, I'm really, truly bored, uh, and having trouble writing or whatever. Um, and, yeah, the, every gossip site hates her. Every single one. Now let me tell you why this is so incredible to me. You can't get them to agree on just about anything. I mean, when it comes down, really, when it comes down to it, they will fight over someone's sexuality. The truth doesn't matter. Um... If they look into it, then great. Um, like, they had all these... Uh, Crazy Days and Nights had all these blind items about um, Jake Paul being straight. And then, I believe it was Blind Gossip, um, had, had a few about him um, being gay. The truth is in the middle. Um, he's probably bisexual. But that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like, you can... They have all these narratives. Um, and it's just really interesting to me that um, with the Meghan Markle story, they all agree um, that she is just this a terrible, terrible villain. And a lot of them mark um, Jonathan Shaben, or however you say his name, the same way. They, they view him as more of a villain. Um, someone who uses um, people higher up on the um, star ranking to fuel his uh, fuel his own career, and I always kind of wanted to be like, um, why? Why would? Why do these people allow it? Like, you know, the Queen has completely excommunicated. Um, Harry and Meghan from the family. Uh, and it has proven that she's not going to be this pushover that I think they thought she was going to be. But like I said, we'll, we're going to get into that probably later on. If not um, in this episode, definitely um, definitely in a future episode because there's so much information on it. Um, but y'all know what I mean? Like, uh, the Kardashians are very rigid in in their business practices in terms of like if they feel like they're being used or if they can get a storyline out of something they usually go for the storyline so with with this person with this man why is he not 
being used for a storyline. And a couple of my friends who actually watched the show, I asked them, I said, well, you know, it's a real friendship. I don't buy it. These people don't do real friendships. <laughs> you know, I, I say that, and I don't mean to sound mean or nasty, but it's the truth. Um, these people really just don't, um, they really just don't uh, do friendship like you or I do. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, so, anyways, that was my answer, and I'm going to be right back with some more blind items. And I'm back. Um, our second blind, or I shouldn't say our second, our next blind um, comes to us from, again, Blind Gossip. It's called Children as Leverage. And it says, despite the fact that this couple split years ago, they continue to fight over kids. Here's the latest battle. He has a job that does not depend on him being a parent. On the other hand, her whole persona, existence, and earning potential are contingent on her being perceived as a supermom. After her te- television deal was canceled, she even tried filming the children without the permission of her ex. He put a stop to that. She hoped that fees from speaking engagements would help her keep up her lifestyle. However, in the past few months, those opportunities have dried up. She is almost out of money. What is her plan? She needs a new TV show with all of the kids. Oh boy. She does not currently have custody of all of the kids, and her ex will not give her permission to film any of the children. So how does she plan to accomplish this? There's a small window of opportunity for her to get all of the children under her roof. She just has to prove that he is a bad parent. If she gets all the children in... If he gives her permission to film, she'll work it out so he can have visitation and a good relationship with all of them. Gee, how thoughtful of her. She spent the past few years turning the other children against him, but is now willing to do a 180 in order to get a TV show. So this is um, about Kate and John Goslin. And these people are just terrible. (laughs) Just terrible. I remember years ago, um, when they started their show, it was uh, John and Kate plus eight, and everyone thought of them as a big, wholesome family, and, you know, they were, you know, so lovely, and whatever, whatever. Well, it turned out, John was cheating on Kate, Kate was cheating on John, and none of it was real. Uh, and then, if I recall correctly, um, John and Kate got divorced, and she kept the TV show, uh, when it, it was called Kate Plus Eight. But that didn't last very long, because I think people started to see beneath the surface and see that she was not the good person that she's portrayed herself to be. Um... And then she was on Dancing with the Stars, ruining paparazzi. <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about. You know she ruined Lady Gaga's paparazzi with that little flamingo, white hot, trash mess of a dance that she did. <laughs> uh, and basically she has 
really faded from the spotlight ever since then. Um, there were rumors that she was trying to launch a dating show um, that would be in the vein of like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Um, but those didn't really go anywhere. Um, and I know she she has tried several times to get another show going. Or, uh, and she's tried to reboot um, the Kate Plus 8 show. And there were rumblings that it, um, TLC was interested. But they kind of wanted to see the dynamic of John and Kate as parents together, and that's something that she was just not interested in. Um, because she doesn't, she doesn't want to, um, have John involved at all. She doesn't want him having any money. Um, she wants to punish him for ruining her image. Um, I guess she doesn't realize she did that all on her own. (laughs) But, so... You know, there's, there are all these people who are really interested in, um, John and his son, I, the son's name escapes me right now, but they got into a fight and the son claimed that John hit him, or was abusive, rather. And so this is her small window of opportunity, because father and son are going to reconcile, they always do. Um... And what she doesn't want you to know is she kept her son, and I think we talked about this um, a while ago, she kept her son um, holed up in a hospital, in a mental hospital, because he refused to say he wanted to live with her. Um, she claimed he had anger issues and all this and that and the other thing. Um, and it wasn't until someone was able to get a hold of John that he was released and um, John was given custody of him. And, you know, here's the thing, like, I already think that you need to be, um, you, you have to be a special kind of person to have kids, or to want kids, and to love them and raise them. And I, I also think you have to be mature enough. I don't think John and Kate were mature enough. Um, I don't think they ever, I think they liked one another, maybe even lusted one another, but I don't think they ever loved one another. Um, and it has nothing to do with the cheating, although I think the cheating, um, does, um, boost my, my theory on that. You know, I, I have, um, dated in the past, obviously, um, and the relationships that were um, more or less successful were the ones that I didn't talk about on social media. Or, you know, like I would talk to friends and, and whatnot, but I wouldn't go around... Um, not every post was about my boyfriend or, um, you know, I wouldn't broadcast our business everywhere. And I think the fact that they agreed to do this reality show, to me, was the sign that um, they weren't really in it to win it. Um, They were in it because sex is fun. And we live in a society that shames people who want to have sex that aren't married. 
Um, and I know a lot of you are going to say, well, no, Ed, and that's not really true. Yes, it is. Here's the thing. We've come a long way, but you st- we still refuse to teach sex ed in schools because we don't want teens having sex. Guess what? They're having sex. We were teens. We were having sex. We know. We know. Um, I think the smarter thing to do is say, look, we know y'all are fucking. Wear condoms so you don't get pregnant. Um, and I, someone should have told John and Kate that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and like I said, I, y'all are going to at me, so do it. I may not respond because, again, bed rest, but, or I might because, you know, bed rest brings up my petty. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to take a break. We have more blind items coming up. And I'm back. Did you miss me? <laughs> I ask Will that all the time and I think it really annoys him. So I ask him more. <laughs> I know y'all are thinking poor Will, but you know he enjoys my company. Otherwise, he wouldn't put up with me. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay. Uh, our next line comes to us again from Blind Gossip, um, and it's called The Patient's Ring Reward. <laughs> it says, This performer is best described as a funny actor. You know what's not funny? His inability to stay faithful to his wife. Any wife. Let us explain the timing. First, let's look at funny actor's ex-wife. They created a family and he acted like a devoted husband, even though he was constantly stepping out on her. That that divorce took several years. One of his mistresses hung in there during the overlap and was eventually rewarded for her patience with a wedding ring. They created a family and he acted like a devoted husband, even though he was constantly stepping out on her. Current wife is pregnant. Yes, he's still cheating on her. Finally, let's look at funny actor's current girlfriend. She is hanging in there thinking history will repeat itself. He has to act like he's being faithful and stay with his wife until after the baby gets here. He can't ditch her now or right after the birth without looking like a total dick. So it could take a couple of years. It's okay, current girlfriend is patient. Clearly, current girlfriend expects her own patience ring reward. Okay. So, here is the thing. This is Kevin Hart all the way. Um, he was, he was cheating on his first wife with his current wife. I, you know, this has very, um, there are very much tones of Donald Trump in this. Um, so Kevin Hart was married to his first wife, um, was cheating on her with the second wife, and is cheating on the second wife with what could end up being his third wife. And you all know, like, um... Mary T and I had a huge falling out because I disagreed with her. Um, I said that the homophobia and the homophobic jokes that he made were not okay, um, even if it is what happens in in families, because they're not okay. Um, So she and I had a falling out over this, and I really thought about it, and I really thought about... um, Kevin Hart, uh, just as a person, 
and he's not a good person. Um, it, and here, let me back this up here. I'm not saying he's not a good person because he made a homophobic joke. I think that is definitely part of it. But we know he cheats. We know he's been caught cheating. He's already been caught cheating on his current wife. Um, and there was a huge scandal about it. Uh, the the homophobic jokes, um, while hateful and whatnot, uh, just go to further serve to show this is not a man who is trying to make people laugh. This is not a man who, or he's trying to make people laugh, but he's trying to make people laugh at hateful comments. Um, is he better than Trump? Because I know I made that comparison. No, he's not. Um, the biggest difference between them is he doesn't have the weight of the U.S. Army behind him or the U.S. government. But when you get right down to it, um, even if you believe that the whole, um, Donald Trump's whole grab him by the pussy and the you're a star so they let you thing was a joke, it was still bragging about sexual assault. Kevin Hart was still bragging about beating the gay out of his son. That's not okay. And I don't care who you are. If if any comedian had made this joke, um, y'all know I love my Jim Kirkman. Um, if you haven't watched any of her specials, please go on Netflix. Um, Keep on Living is great. Her first one, I can't recall the title off the top of my head, but just type in Jim Kirkman and you should get two of her comedy specials. Watch them. They're so fantastic. They're, but if she made a homophobic joke like that, you can best believe I'd be speaking out against her too. I speak out against Ellen. I don't care if you're gay, straight, white, black. If what you say is wrong, I'm going to call you out for it. Um, and I think that's what really irritates people about me is, um, you know, because we're living in an age where I think you're not supposed to Um, Call people out like that, and I do. (laughs) But um, getting back to Kevin Hart, yes, I do think that he's just as bad as Trump. Um, Even if his beliefs do align with mine more. Because when you put that kind of message out, you are inviting your fans, your followers, to act like that. You are empowering them and saying it's okay. And it's not okay. Um, As far as the cheating, look, I've often said, like, if two consenting adults agree to an open relationship, that's fine. Um, That should be, that should definitely be up to um, the two adults. But... When you're cheating, and it is very obvious that you're cheating and your wife did not um, agree to an open relationship, or your partner, I should say, um, in Kevin Hart's case, it is his wife. And it is very evident, because she wouldn't have been angry with him if they had an open relationship. Um, You know, Monique is another one I kind of go hard at, um, because a lot of what she does doesn't make sense to me. Um, but the one thing she did that I think was just simply brilliant 
is she put out there that she and her husband enjoy an open relationship. What that did was completely take away the press's power um, of crafting a narrative that she was being cheated on or she was put upon um, because her husband couldn't keep it in his pants. Or, you know, the reverse of that is um, she couldn't be labeled a harlot because she was out with another man enjoying herself. Um, So, in that respect, I think that Monique was just simply brilliant. Um, And I don't often say this, but I think more people should... um, more people should follow her lead. And there's no reason to check on me. I'm fine, y'all. <laughs> um, wow, we're two episodes into this season and it's already gone off the rails. <laughs> I think Will is going to be like, nope, you ain't recording no more. You are on bed rest and that's where it needs to stay. <laughs> but seriously, um... Um, you know, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for the Kevin Hart, um, Donald Trump comparison, and I'm okay with it because it's true. Um, if you look at their actions, they may not be the same, but they definitely rhyme. And if we're going to call out Donald Trump, if we're going to say that's not okay, we have to be willing to do it. We have to be willing to stand up to... The celebrities who act the same way. And, you know, that's just how it is. Um, And, you know, the other thing is, when have I ever been afraid to... When have I ever been afraid to speak my mind? I mean, y'all have been with me on this journey for four seasons now. Well, three seasons were two episodes into the fourth. Uh, Y'all know... I'm not afraid to speak and say what I think. Um, For better or worse. Mostly for worse. (laughs) Which is why Will has basically um, forbidden me from talking about politics. He listened to the Andrew Gillum politalk that I did and was pleasantly surprised I didn't go too far off of script. (laughs) So I did get accolades for that. <laughs> so, you know, there there is hope for me, I think. Um, and there's also hope for you because I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back. And I'm back. All right, so we the next find, um, I'm going to do things a little bit differently uh, because, frankly, I don't really... Um, I have a guess, but it's, I don't have, like, reasoning to back me up. Um, so, you know, when, when that happens, I, I like to shake things up a little bit. <laughs> so this blind comes to us, as all the others have, from Blind Gossip. Um, and it's called The Zinger Relationship. And it says, This actor and actress starred together on a television show that premiered more than 20 years ago. The show was very popular and ran for multiple seasons. 
The popularity of the show was due in large part to the chemistry between their character, between their two characters. It was one of those relationships hallmarked by a confused attraction, masked by sarcasm and a lot of one-line zingers. However, it kept the audience engaged in guessing when their characters would get together in a romantic way. What? Oh, what? <laughs> I skipped. Um, however, it kept the audience engaged in guessing when their characters would get together in a romantic way. Here's a secret. The two actors actually had an affair during the course of the show. What? Yes. It only lasted one season, but it was hot and heavy while it lasted. After that, they were pretty icy to each other. It really created a lot of tension on set. Um, and then they say nothing to do with Heather Locklear or Tommy Lee. We just love their 1980s hair. Um, the reason for that is, obviously, they have a picture of Tommy Lee and um, Heather Locklear. Okay. So, uh, the most popular guest here um, is Bruce Willis and is Sybil Shepard. Um, and the proof backing that up is, after Moonlighting ended, or even really before Moonlighting ended, um, the two seemed to uh, hate one another, um, for lack of a better word. And I think that... Uh, I think that that definitely qualifies um for what they're talking about um but there were some other guesses that were just really funny um and i just had to share them with you um so um the second arguably the second most popular guest was um julian anderson and david duchovny i'm gonna go ahead and debunk i'm not saying they they didn't have an affair um, but the reason why I don't think that they are the subjects of this line is because they don't hate one another. Like, they're not icy towards one another. They're very friendly. And at one point, I believe, um, they were seen, like, vacationing together. And uh, and this is when this is before the reboot of The X-Files. So um, it's not like they had to promote the... Um, it's not like they had to promote the show or anything, like... This was just them genuinely liking one another. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's them. Uh, the other really interesting guest was Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer. Now, <coughs> I, th- I kind of feel this guest... Um, because, believe it or not, Friends debuted more than 20 years ago. And I'm not being sarcastic. Like, it took me a minute to... When I read this, I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I guess it really does make sense. (laughs) So, yes. um, Friends actually did debut more than 20 years ago. Um, It was very famous. uh, In part, at least, for Rachel's hair. Jennifer Jennifer Aniston's character's hair. Um, obviously, um, Ross and Rachel were together and then broke up quite a a bit, and they actually built a whole plot line out of their breakup. Um, it was multiple episodes. Um, 
And I don't, like, they hooked up, but I don't remember them actually dating again um, until the end of the series. Um, so they broke up in, like, season five-ish, I think. And I know they had sex, but I don't think that they um, started dating again. Um, so, and this would be obviously very scandalous um, if she cheated on Brad Pitt with um, David Schwimmer. Um, this is one of those items where I just hope, I really hope it's revealed one day. Um, there was a guess on there that it was um, Eric McCormack and uh, Deborah Messing. Um, or Eric McCormack and Megan Mullally from Lily Grace. And the only issue I have with that guess is they specifically say people wondered if their characters would ever get together. Um, and Eric McCormack's will was gay. Um, so I don't think that there were fans wondering if Will and Grace or Will and Karen were going to be a couple. So, um, I, while I do think that this is probably Bruce Willis and, and Sybil Shepard, and I really wish we could find out what happened between them, because they were very friendly for a while, and then boom, they just... And I know there was talk of a Moonlighting reboot... Um, and each side said that if the other was doing it, they won it. Um, so, if if it was a breakup that has, like, completely, um, if it was a breakup that completely destroyed their relationship, I want to know what broke them up. Um, you know, was it that he, he started dating Demi Moore? Was it, you know, um dating someone else or did were they just not compatible and they just thought they were because they had chemistry um, and, and you know that happens I'm sure a lot um and really I I keep saying this and one day it's gonna happen but I want to do a book about all the co-stars who have um had scandalous relationships <laughs> because you know that is a ton of fun <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm gonna take a break and I will be right back with more blind items and I'm back oh sorry I just took a sip of coke and it went down the wrong pipe <laughs> all right <laughs> Um, our next blind item comes to us from Blind Gossip again. It's called Freaking Out in Privates. We told you several months ago that this actor from a hit TV show was going to be in for a rough ride. He has more problems right now than most people will ever have to deal with. He lost his job, his legals, his legal problems could land him in prison, and he can kiss his entire career, his friends, and a lot of his money goodbye. Another casualty of this scenario? His marriage. Let's talk about how his actress wife is handling this. She has been calm in public, but she is freaking out in private. What is she most concerned about? Everything. 
she never expected she would have to divorce her husband. She has to go back to work. She's probably going to be a single parent. No one is, no one is telling her to write it out. Every single one of her friends and family is pressuring her to leave him. So when is she going to leave him? She was not prepared for this at all. And she has got to get everything lined up. She knows she needs to protect her children, her health, her money, and her own career. But she does feel guilty of abandoning him. She's really torn about when to do this. Screw the guilt. Get out of there now, girl. Save yourself. Seriously, though, our actress is from a famous entertainment family. She knows how this works. If she is looking to revive her own career and maintain her own reputation, the sooner she cuts our actor out from the herd, the better it will be for her. Um, and this is Danny Masterson and Baiju Phillips. And here's the thing. You know, we, we've talked about um, Danny Masterson um, before... And she, um, he is just one of those people, um, who, oh my gosh, um, (laughs) so, okay, he's, he's raped people, let's, let's put that right there, he has raped women, and allegedly he has raped men, I say allegedly because the men have not gone on record yet, um, but I've, Whenever, whenever I talk to my LA source, we kind of drift over to that. And um, while he's not 100% sure charges will stem from these accusations, he does believe that they are coming. Um, and part of this all stems from um, uh, Danny Masterson's belief that um, basically if he's putting his dick in another guy, that's not gay. I thought it was the very definition of gay, but what do I know? Um, um, but my LA source said there have been at least three men who have come forward to him, not one of his sources, not anyone else, to him personally, and shared their experience. Um, and like I said, we talked about this. There was um, one guy who, um, Danny Masterson, really tried to get to blow him. Um, the There was another guy who um, got drunk with him and Danny Masterson tried to fool around with him. Um, and then the third guy was one that I didn't know about um, until recently. But basically, um, it played out very much the same where um, they were kind of hanging out and Danny Masterson asked him if... Uh, if he was gay and the guy said, no, I'm bi. And Danny was like, oh, me too. And, you know, the the dude didn't think anything of it until Danny started putting his hand down his pants and saying, you know, like, we could jerk each other off. And um, from there, like, the at first the guy was like, well, okay, maybe, you know, like, and he's like, well, you know, what about your wife? And, you know, Danny did the whole, my wife and I have an arrangement type thing. And the guy was like, well, you know, I'd, I'd really prefer um, not to do this. And Danny pushed him down and 
basically forced himself inside the man. Uh, the man actually did go to a hospital. Um, and there were hospital records. We, um, what we don't know, because he was talking to my LA source about whether or not he should uh, file the charges. Um, he was worried about Scientology uh, coming after him. And this is where uh, I think it kind of got really interesting. Um, Because I think um, Scientology is now going to distance themselves from Danny Masterson. Um, Now that he doesn't have the influence or the job that he once had... They're going to start to cut him out and push him away. Um, What are they going to do with Baiju Phillips? I don't know. I know her family has wanted her away from um, Scientology for a while. Um, I believe one of of her sisters, Mackenzie or maybe China or someone, um, did an interview where they encouraged her to leave. Um... But, you know, she, before, before, um, this whole scandal, she was a rising star. She, um, she was the love interest on Raising Hope, uh, and a lot of people felt like she had, um, a very bright future, but as long as she's married to Danny Masterson, her career is going to stay in the tank. Let's be real. It's not right. I am not advocating and I'm not saying that it's right that she's being punished for the actions of her husband. But what I am saying is this is a sad fact of life. She is going to be punished. And, you know, I'm not a fan of Scientology, um... Readers from my gener- Generation Gossip days know, like, I did a whole expose, um, Manny and I both did, um, I did, I did the actual Scientology, um, Scientology and Homosexuality, um, she wrote an open letter to Tom Cruise, um, you know, these are bad people, For as much as we can rail against Christianity and say that these so-called Christians are nasty, Scientologists are ten times worse. Um, And they will commit crimes and they will do just about anything in order to um, get your money or make sure you regret not... I'm staying with them. So, and if they excommunicate you, Jesus Christ, watch out. Um, you will be in a world of trouble. And, um, you know, that's, like I said before, that's just a sad reality. And this is what Danny Masterson has brought upon himself by forcing himself onto people who do not want to have sex with him. Um, You know, I mean, he's certainly not going to be hurting for 
money. He has um, residual checks from that 70s show, and uh, I'm sure he still gets payments from The Ranch on Netflix. But at the end of the day, um, his career in Hollywood, I believe, is over. I do not think he will... Um, I do not believe he will get another chance. But Baiju can, and I hope she does. Uh, and right now, I'm going to give you a chance to get something to drink. Or, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm acting like this is a talk show. <laughs> Alright, I'm taking a break because clearly I've lost it. I'll be right back. And I'm back. <clears throat> and our final blind comes to us from Blind Gossip today. It's called Three Moves. It says, did you think that this famous married couple would quiet down? After all, neither one has a job. Their plans to make a huge amount of money this year have fallen apart, and they have alienated most of their uh, friends and family. Certainly, they should be spending their time reflecting on their mistakes, reassessing their approach, and getting their act together. Right? Wrong. They're being just as noisy and hypocritical as ever. Although it seems like all they are doing right now is lecturing other people on how to live and how to behave. We hear there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. In fact, our actress is actually considering three big moves right now. First, she has tossed her name in to replace that talk show host who is going through some turmoil. We don't know what her goal is here. Since her acting has never produced any substantial awards, is she seeing this as her ticket to an Emmy? Is she interested in the big payday that a successful long-running talk show would produce? Does she think that a talk show will provide her with a forum for her wokeness? Does she see herself as the next Oprah? Second, she expressed interest in speaking at the Democratic National Committee Convention. We don't know what her goal is here either. Her husband is supposed to be apolitical. Is this her way of severing any lingering ties he might still have to his family? Is she trying to integrate herself and her husband with the Bidens and the Clintons and the Obamas? Will they be actively campaigning for Joe Biden? Is she positioning herself for a future political run? Third, third, she is talking about attending some sort of public sporting or political event for the ultimate publicity stunt. She knows that if they take a knee during the Star Spangled Banner, that would be the cover of every single newspaper, magazine, and website in the world. We don't know if any of these things will actually happen. We are just fascinated by her constant uh, machinations and some weirdly undefined and the constantly shifting game. We are also baffled as to what her husband's role in any of this is. So that her moves could be smart and deliberate or stupid and desperate. So this is the promised uh, Meghan Markle blind. Um, This is clearly Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. And here's the thing. I don't know what they're doing either. Um, You know, last um, in season three, we did a blind that said that Queen Elizabeth was playing a long game here. Um, 
I just don't know what that long game is anymore. Uh, at some point, you would think that she would, um, she would get tired of waiting on her grandson, um, to get his shit together and start, um, forcing him to act right, um, <laughs> Uh, you know, get him away from this woman who uh, seemingly is controlling him. Um, and I know, I know what y'all are going to say. He is a grown-ass man and he can make his own choices. And I don't disagree with you, but... I also know that that's not how the queen works. Um, not that she's controlling, but, you know... She wants... She wants her whole family together, and uh, the fact that they left, uh, Megan and Harry left the family, is a really big deal. Um, And that's why she put the slap down on using um, the word royal. Because remember, they were supposed to launch Sussex Royal um, as their... um, their not-for-profit name. And they were going to do, like, a whole corporation, like, with towels and things like that. And the queen said, no, you can't do that. And they tried to fight her. Um, but ultimately, uh, I think that they realized just how, um, how much of an uphill battle it was going to be to beat the queen. Um, and, you know, and they they kind of did a, well, Megan kind of did a, like, a slap when they said, well, you know, we're not going to use this this name, even though no one owns the right to the word royal. Um, and I think that was kind of her way of trying to set something off, and it didn't work. Uh, because while the queen may not own the word royal, they chose to leave the royal family, and they were trying to still make that association. And <clears throat> I think the Queen and um, her team of lawyers would have easily argued that. So, <sighs> Megan, good luck. But, girl, get your shit together already, will ya? <laughs> I. I, I just don't understand a lot of um, what she's doing. Uh, and I had... I had heard, even before I read The Blind, I had heard that she wanted... That Megan had wanted to throw her name in to become a talk show host. Well, let me tell you something, okay? First of all, you have to be likable. Ask Megan Kelly. You have to be likable in order to get um, a talk show. And not just to get it, but to to keep it going. The whole reason why Ellen has been successful for 17 years is people like her. And I know that's hard to believe right now, but people actually did like Ellen. Uh, And maybe they still do. I don't know. Um, uh, But it's why Kelly Clarkson is so successful. It's why... Um, Drew Barrymore got off to a slower start in the ratings race, but it's why she's successful, or why it looks like she's about to have a successful run. 
Um, you know, these women have charisma and accessibility. Meghan Markle does not have that. Um, as for the DNC, I think they were they were never going to um, they were never going to have her speak. Um, because first of all, she probably wanted an outrageous fee. Um, but also, I believe, (coughs) um, that, um, even though she's a U.S. citizen, I kind of think that they were kind of looking at it more as, um, it would look really bad because she is she she gained worldwide fame as the duchess um of the english royal family so i think that that would have um been a very bad look as for the sporting event her t- um them taking the knee i agree with the sentiment if they believe it Protesting racial injustice is fine, but don't do it just for a stunt because you think you're going to end up on the cover of every newspaper and magazine and whatever in the world. Do it because you believe it. You know, it's it's one thing to um, act a fool and, and try to garner headlines other ways, but when you start... Adding fuel to a fire, um, especially one like racial injustice, which is shaping the way our country is going um, and shaping this presidential election, that's when it gets dangerous and not okay with me. Um, you know, I, I want police reform. I want people to um, realize that there is systemic racism. And I want our black brothers and sisters and um, our brothers and sisters of every color to be safe and not have to worry about walking out the door and being murdered by a police officer. But to use it for a publicity stunt is not something I or anyone else should ever do. Um, and I really truly hope that um I, I don't think that was bad information, but I, I really, truly really hope that they had second thoughts about doing it. Um, because I, um, I can only imagine the backlash if they do. All right, that's going to do it for us uh, for um, the, the first blind episode of season four. Um, thank you all so much, as always, for listening. And until we talk again, cheers.